I thank God for seeing all of you all. Amen. God is good. Thank God for the message this morning. A great word, wasn't it? Amen. God, you know, hallelujah. God wants us to take the word of God to heart, doesn't it? He wants us to take the word of God to heart. The Bible said, be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self. If we just hear the word of God and don't do it, we're deceiving ourselves. Isn't that right? By pouring water on a duck's back. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. God is faithful. And God is true. He's holy and pure. Amen. Now tonight, I've got some food for thought before I, before I bring the word. Some food for thought. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? He's so good. Some food for thought. Food for thought is... Uh, a man by the name of William Tyndale, he pioneered the translation of Scripture into English. See, because uh, the New Testament was, was written in, uh, in, in Greek, and the Old Testament in Hebrew. But this man translated the Scripture into English. Listen, he thought it wrong that common people heard, heard the Bible only in Latin and, and not in their own language. The church leaders of his day incredibly did not want the Bible in the language of the people because, listen, because like the Pharisees in Jesus' day, they feared losing their ecclesiastical power. Isn't that something? All right. But against, but against their opposition, Tyndale translated the New Testament into English and had it published for his, listen for this now, for his efforts, he was rewarded with exile, poverty, and persecution. And finally, in 1536, he was strangled and burned at the stake. Amen. For translating the Word of God. So God's people could understand, you know, Hallelujah. The devil's a liar. The devil hates God. He hates God's word. He hates God's people, doesn't he? But he's a liar. God have got a people that have taken a stand for truth. Isn't that right? We're not going to let down. We're not going to fail God, but we're going to stand firm on God's word because God's word is faithful and true. Now listen, one of the main things that, that uh, motivated Tyndale to translate scripture into common language was a survey of English clergy that revealed that most of them did not even know the 12 apostles, who they were. And that's other. Only a few of them could, could name more than four or five of the apostles. Church leaders and Christians today might just, <laughs> might just do as poorly on the test. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And like Pastor Benham was saying this morning, we need to study God's word. Isn't that right? The Bible says, study to show thyself approved. A workman that need not to be ashamed. What? Rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. We got to be able to rightly divide it. Isn't that right? And it takes the spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible, uh, how Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand the scripture. And they'd been with him a long time, you know. But he opened the understanding. Because spiritual things, you have to have the Spirit of God 
to understand spiritual things. The Bible says, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, because they are what? Foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. It takes the Spirit of God to open up spiritual things to us, doesn't it? Amen. Amen. And we're living, in, we're living in perilous times. And the Word of God speaks of how, that in these last days, how people would be lovers of their own selves. Covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. Unthankful. Unholy. Truth breakers. And then this one saying that they would have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. The form of godliness. In other words, going to church, you know, and, and get, carrying their Bibles and all this, you know, but the, don't know the Lord. Don't know the Lord. Never met the Lord. Never, never been saved. That's the reason why. On, and hallelujah. And a lot of the churches today, they, they don't bring forth the, the pure word. So for, for different reasons. Some of them, some got these big, you know, fancy churches, and they know if they would preach truth, they would, they would put them out. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. But who are we here to please? God. Isn't that right? And Jesus spoke about it. He said, he said how that they, that, they, that they love the pleasures of men. Thank you. They love the praises of men more than the praises of God. Isn't that right? And, and a lot of them do. They, they want men to praise them. They want men to, to, to look up to them and speak highly of them. But thank God. Let's take an example from Jesus. He humbled himself. Didn't he? He humbled himself. Jesus came down and he was God with us. God in the flesh. That's right. But he, he, he humbled himself. And he was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And after he died, wherefore God would have highly exalted him and given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Isn't that right? It's going, to, it's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. A lot of people think they're on their high horse. Think they Mr. Big and Miss Big. No, 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 no. Without God, we're nothing. Isn't that right? Without him, we're nothing. Without him, we can do nothing. So God wants us to, to deny ourselves. What did Jesus say? If any man will be my disciple, let him what? Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. I said, huh? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow the Lord. Because, listen, the Lord is coming soon. And, but he's coming after a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming after people that's looking for him. Are we looking for him? We need, we need to be looking for the Lord each day. Because he could come. Like Pastor Venom said this morning, he could come before the service was over this morning. He could come before the service was over tonight, couldn't he? Thank God, because it's coming, it's imminent, it's at hand. So, saints of God, let's make sure that we are, have girded up the lines of our mind and we're being sober and hope to the end for the grace that shall be brought unto us, what? At the revelation of Jesus Christ. He's faithful tonight. He's, he's pure and holy and righteous. Amen. So tonight, we, we, we're going to look at uh, 
the book of Acts. We're going to the book of Acts tonight, chapter 9. This is the Acts of the Apostles. You know, the, the Lord, uh, Jesus chose 12, didn't he? And Jesus said, I've chosen 12, and one, 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 of, you are the devil, one of them was the devil. Isn't that right? Judas Iscariot was the devil. Judas Iscariot wasn't saved, but he was right there with the Savior. Isn't that sad? He was right with Jesus, and he had opportunity to, to, to serve God, to live for God. But he had his mind on, on things of the world. Isn't that right? That's the reason why he, he sold Jesus out for how much? What, 30 pieces of silver? Isn't that right? Sold him out. But see, he was miserable after he sold him out, wasn't he? Hallelujah. He went and hung himself, didn't he? My, my, my. It's a sad thing. But the Bible speaks. And when Jesus was praying that prayer in the 17th chapter of the book of John, the gospel of John, he, he said how he had kept all his given but one, only one, the son of perdition. The son of perdition, which means the son of destruction. The son of perdition. He. Hallelujah. Sit right at the table with the Lord. Didn't just sit there. But see, see let, let's just look at the, Jesus' love and kindness and mercy and compassion upon him. Jesus didn't rail upon him, did he? He loved him. Jesus loved Judas. And, and he told, he said, whatsoever you do, do quickly. Hallelujah. And the devil entered into him, didn't he? It's a sad thing. Saints, let's make sure we really know the Lord. Not just know about him. A lot, some, a lot of people know about the Lord, but they don't really know him. Amen. The word of God says, ye shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all of your heart. Amen. Isn't that right? You've you got to put everything into it. It's not a, a halfway, half-stepping. We've got to be plumb in or plumb out. We're saved or we're unsaved. Isn't that right? Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord's coming soon. Amen. Acts chapter 9. We're going to look at verses 1 and 2. Acts chapter 9. Let's look at verses 1 and 2. Amen. L listen to what it says here. What does it say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, all right, read on. Verse Amen. He Saul now Saul was he was the one when Stephen was stoned to death. Saul held the cloaks of the ones that stoned Stephen to death. Didn't he? Isn't that right? Stevens was a deacon, but he preached the sermon, didn't he? You better believe he did. And, and Stephen, when he got back to the end of his message, he said, He's stiff necks and uncircumcised in heart and in ears. You do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. And they couldn't stand it. What he was saying, he was speaking truth to them. They ran upon him and gnashed upon him with their teeth. 
and they stoned him to death, calling upon the name of the Lord. And Saul was right there watching, and, 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 and Saul was consenting. The Bible says Saul was consenting unto his death. In other words, kill him. Get rid of him. Because Saul didn't know Jesus. He didn't know the way, did he? He was walking in darkness. Very educated man, but I tell you what, without, without God, education don't mean a thing. Does it? It doesn't mean a thing. It's good to have education. There's nothing wrong with having education, but let's, if you use it rightly. Pastor Paul was a highly educated man, spoke several languages. And when he got out there with those uh, highfalutin folks, he knew how to talk to them. Isn't that right? But he was a humble man. He, he, and he knew how, to, he knew how to, to bring it down to, to, to people. Amen. Break it down. Just look at Jesus. Jesus knew everything, didn't he? But look how simple he made the gospel. He simplified the gospel. Amen. But to, those, to, to the Pharisees and Sadducees, what did he say to them? Called them hypocrites. You whited serpicles. My, my, my. Why, why was he hard on them? He wanted them to be saved. Isn't that right? He wanted, he wanted them to, to turn to the Lord and get saved. Isn't that right? He didn't just let them go about their own, but he told them the truth. Isn't that right? Word of God sake. But if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Isn't that right? But you got to continue in the word. That word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his word, lest he reprove thee and thou be found a liar. Hallelujah. It's pure. It's holy. It's righteous. It's just. God's word. Hallelujah. We can, we can stand on the word of God. Amen. The word of God never will fail. Amen. Let's be encouraged, saints. Here, what does it say here in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2? We're talking about Saul. This was a man that hated God and hated the people of God. And so he hated them so until he went to the high priest and he got letters of authority to go to Damascus. And anybody he found calling on the Lord, anybody of that way, Bring them bound to for the men and women. Men and women. People were being killed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God's faithful. He went to Damascus. I mean, he went to the high priest. And he's on his way to Damascus. But something happened, didn't it? On his way to Damascus. See, the Lord knows how to do all things, doesn't it? Something happened. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. All right. As he journeyed, as he, journeyed he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Amen. As he journeyed, a light shone around him from heaven, and uh huh, and got, and he fell to the ground. And that was a powerful light, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a powerful light. Amen. So, hallelujah. Listen to what it says here. Lord, no, hold on just a minute. 
Apostle Paul, neighbor, it was Saul. Acts 26, verses 9 through 11. Listen to what he said. L- listen to what he said in Acts 26, verses 9 through 11. He testified. Saul testified. And, and he, this is what he said. What did he say? Yes. I thought I must do many things contrary to who? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Of Nazareth. All right. What else? This I also did in Jerusalem. I did this in Jerusalem. See, this this man was flaunting himself. He thought he was Mr. Big. Mm Mm-hmm. This I did in Jerusalem. All right. I shut up many of them in prison. This man is talking, letting us know what he did against the Lord, against Jesus, against the church, against God's people, all right? Now, this man wasn't a jack leg. How many know what a jack leg is? I call a jack leg somebody, somebody that uh, don't know what they're doing. Just like we used to call mechanics, that, they call them shade trees or jack legs. They get out there, don't know what they're doing to mess your car up. Amen. But this man had authority. And but, see, but you have real mechanics to know what they're doing, you know, they, they, because they've studied and they know what they're doing. But this man was, was not a jackal. He got authority from who? Chief the chief priest, all right? And when they were put to death. When they were put to death. I cast my vote against them. I cast my vote against them. Kill them. Get rid of them. They ain't no good. They followers of Jesus. That's what, he was, that's what he thought. Amen. But he didn't know what he was doing. Sometimes people do things ignorantly in unbelief. They don't understand. And then God has mercy on those kind, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He has mercy upon those kind. All right. What else did he say? And, and I punish them often in every synagogue and compel them to blaspheme. See what he did? He, 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 he persecuted them. In the synagogue, and he compelled them to blaspheme. He kept chiding them and chiding them. Hallelujah. Read. And being exceedingly enraged against them. And I was angry, made me angry when they did this. I was angry with them. I was enraged against them after they blasphemed. I made them do it, but then I was angry with them. That's the devil. I mean, that, that is the purity devil. Isn't that right? All right. I followed, sent them to foreign cities, ran them, just followed them, even to foreign cities. Hallelujah. The, the, the saints of God were suffering there. Amen. They, they went through a lot of suffering because they loved God. They, didn't, they wouldn't deny him. They wouldn't take down. Like Pastor Willemar talked about those men this morning that they killed, you know, those 20 men that they killed. They, didn't, they wouldn't deny the Lord. That's right. When you really know him, you won't deny him. When you really, God will give us grace. He'll give us grace when we need that grace. He'll grant that grace unto us. Amen. Isn't that right? When we really love the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. While thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus. As I journeyed to Damascus. With authority and commission from the chief priest. With authority and commission from the chief priest. At midday. At midday. Midday, but around noon. At midday. Uh-huh. Stop a minute. <laughs> Paul 
This is after he really got converted. You know, he testified. But, but this is what he testified, all right? He testified to some king here. Now, this might have been Agrippa. I'm not real sure whether it was Agrippa or not. He testified to a man named King Agrippa one time. Didn't you? Y'all remember that? Yeah. They brought him before King Agrippa. And when he testified to King Agrippa, he, is this Agrippa? My, my, my. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Apostle Paul preached the word of God and, and told him, say, <laughs> what did he say <laughs> God, hold on. Uh, Apostle, Paul, Apostle Paul said to King Agrippa, said, believe it thou the prophets. Yeah, he said, believe it thou the prophets. I know thou believest. And Agrippa said, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. But what the Apostle Paul said, now, I don't want you to be almost. I want you to be all together. I want you to really become a true Christian. What is a Christian? A, a follower of Christ. Isn't that right? A follower of Christ. Somebody that, that know the Lord and following him. A disciple of Christ. A follower of Christ. A learner of Christ. And thank God we can learn, can't we? There's so much we can learn about the Lord. Get in the book. Let's, get it. Let's stay in the word of God. The word of God is forever selling. The word of God is pure. The word of God is perfect. Thank God. And the devil can't do nothing with it. He tried. He twisted, doesn't he? He twists the word of God. But that we know the truth, you know, when we know the truth, he can't do nothing with us. I mean, you know, long as we're walking in Jesus, humbling ourselves, walking in the Lord. Isn't that right? We see the backside of the devil. Isn't that right? Amen. We see, that's right. The Bible says, that, so tell us to resist the devil. Isn't that right? Draw nigh to God and resist the devil. And what? He'll flee from you. He'll flee. He'll run and flee. He would run, run as in panic. Hallelujah. Thank God. Because God is faithful. So what, what did Saul say here? Oh, king along the road. <laughs> oh, king along the road. Something happened. Something really, really, really happened. What happened? I saw a light from heaven. I saw a light from heaven. Now, he knows. I saw a light from heaven, Reed. My, my, my. Brighter than the sun. Brighter than the sun. You got King James? What does it say? Brighter than what? Uh huh. Above the brightness of the sun. Shining round about me, and them which journeyed with The light shining round about me, and them that journeyed with me. Some men journeying with him. See, because you got to realize from Jerusalem. To Damascus was about 120 miles. I mean, so they, 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 they had to really be, I'm telling you, for them to get near Damascus, they, they had to travel a long ways. And, and, and Saul thought he was about ready to, to go in there and, and really make havoc, really make havoc, really persecute the saints, really do some evil. So that's what he thought. That's what he thought. That's what he had in his mind. But that wasn't what Jesus had in mind. Isn't that right? See, what Jesus is, the, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Isn't that right? He's the one, thank God. He's the faithful one. He's true, loving, and kind, and just. Oh, my God. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? <laughs> so he saw this light, right? 
And what happened? And when we all had fallen to the ground. Hallelujah. Not only he fell to the ground, but all of them fell to the ground. That, that was a light. That was a, a Holy Ghost light. That was, <laughs> that was the light of Jesus. We all had fallen to the ground. What happened? And then see, the voice spoke to Paul. He spoke to Saul. I heard a voice speaking. He spoke in Hebrew language to me. See, Paul knew more than one language. And so, so Lord, let me say this. God knows everything about us, doesn't he? Even the hairs of our head, they're numbered. He knows our every thought, doesn't he? Even before we think it, he knows what we're going to think. Isn't that right? So we can't get away from the Lord. What did he say? Saul, Saul. Jesus spoke to him and said, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? Now he was persecuting the saints, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. So he's persecuting the saints, persecuting Jesus. Isn't that right? Jesus said, as much as you've done to the least of these one, uh, my brother, you've done it unto me. Isn't that right? So he's persecuting Saul, Saul, what's the matter with you? Why are you persecuting me? Why are you persecuting me? Saul didn't know Jesus, but he knew it was a higher power. Somebody that had, that power come down and knocked him down, knocked all the men down with him. Hallelujah. Why are you persecuting me? And what did Saul say? Who art thou, Lord? Right, read. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks to go it. Some of them said, the King James said pricks, which means, which means, you know, what that was talking about, the, uh, the oxen. The oxen, when they would, uh, they would be plowing or uh, using the oxen, you know, to work. The oxen sometimes would get to kicking back and also what they did, they got a, a sharp point. And put that metal in that, in, in, you know, in that, on that rod. And when he kicked back, boy, it hurt. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. Isn't that right? It's hard. All right? And, and what happened here? Glory be to God. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. And what happened? What? And so Saul said, Who are you, Lord? I don't know who you are. Who are you, Lord? Isn't that something? But he knew it was a higher power. He knew something had happened unto him that never had happened before. And he was on his way to Damascus to persecute the church. And Lord let him get, uh, we don't know how close he was, but he got near. He was somewhere, he was somewhere near Damascus. And I guess he said, well, I'm tired and hungry and hot. Uh-huh, we're about to get there. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> but not you, brother. Something going to happen to you on the way. And something did happen to him on the way, didn't it? And God, the Lord spoke to him. And what did Saul say? Read. I'm Jesus. Who art thou, Lord? I'm Jesus. Whom you persecuted. Get up. The Lord knocked him down. He knocked him down. Stop. He knocked him down. So what do you want me to do, Lord? He said, get up and stand on your feet. Uh-huh. I've appeared unto you for this purpose. I've got something I want you to do, Saul. Uh, this is the reason I appeared on to you. I got something I want you to do, all right? To make you a minister. I'm going to make you a minister. And a witness. And a witness. Both of the things which you have seen. And of the things which I will yet reveal to you. 
I'm going to show you some more things. He showed him a lot of things, didn't he? He showed Paul a lot of things. Paul, you know, uh, he, he went to the third heaven, didn't he? But when he got back, <laughs> he didn't write. He, what did he say? Huh? Things so, things so, hallelujah, so glorious. He wouldn't speak. Wouldn't speak about them, would he? Now, these people say they're going to heaven, and they're seeing all this different stuff. And coming back now, some of them, they just all wet. Isn't that right? They, isn't that right? They been, isn't that right? Something wrong with some of these people. Because if Paul, Pastor Paul went up, when he came back, things was too glorious for him to speak about. He was right in the presence of the Lord. What did he see? Don't ask me. I don't know. Because <laughs> it wasn't revealed, was it? But thank God we know it was so glorious until he wouldn't speak about it. But this man, you know what? I would rather grow in what? In his tribulation. His trial, his death. Glorify God. Magnify God. This after he got saved. But here God is working on him. What God tell him here? I will deliver you from the Jewish people. I'm going to deliver you from the Jews. Uh-huh. As well as from the Gentiles. Lord well well gave him a message. That's what you're going to do, um, do for you. All right. I'm going, to sick, I'm going to clean you up, fill you with the Holy Ghost, and send you back to them. You open their eyes. Hallelujah. Stop. I'm going to clean you up, fill you with the Holy Ghost, and send you back to them. To do what? Open to open their eyes. They were blind. Isn't that right? When a person don't know the Lord, they're blind. Amen. Better believe it. They're blind and can't see. But it takes... God to open our eyes, doesn't it? To open their eyes and do what? Read. Open their eyes. Uh-huh. And to turn them from darkness to light. Now, turn them from darkness to light. When we don't know the Lord, we're in darkness. Isn't that right? We're walking in darkness. We don't know where we're going. We can't see. When, you, when you're walking in darkness, you can't see. Where are you going, can you? Remember on one occasion that they talked to Jesus? About uh, going somewhere, you know, and he, and he told him, said, uh, oh, it's not 12 hours in a day. Now, if you walk in the daytime, you can see where you're going, but at night you'll stumble. You don't know where you're going. So these people were spiritually blind, didn't know Jesus. And see, in order to be saved, we got to know the Lord. Isn't that right? Jesus came and he died that we might be saved, but we got to accept him. Isn't that right? Some people say since he died, everybody's saved. No way. No way, Jose. Uh-uh. No way. You know, you got to repent, turn to God, hear the word of God, believe it, and repent of your sin, turn to God by faith, and live for him. Live a Christian life. 365 days a year. Leap year 366. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? God, God doesn't play. God's not playing. God meant what he said, and he said what he meant. Hallelujah. And here God... Got this man on track. What happened? And turn from the power of Satan. Turn from the power of Satan unto God. And see, hallelujah, that's what it takes, isn't that right? We've got to turn from the power of Satan unto God. Because when we don't know the Lord, Satan's got us in its clutches. Isn't that right? But thank God, once we repent and turn to God by faith, God will deliver us, fill us with the Holy Ghost, and make us a witness for him. Isn't that right? We need to be witnesses for the Lord. The Bible says, yeah, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God, neither shall there be any after me. 
I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Isn't that right? Beside me there is no Savior. Isn't that right? Jesus is our Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, the word Jesus means Savior. Isn't that right? Savior. He came to seek and to save the lost. And he's seeking and saving the lost up until this day. Isn't that right? But here he got this man ready. What else did he say there? My, my, my. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That they may receive forgiveness of sin. People got to repent to receive forgiveness of sin. All right. My, my, my. Listen at this now. Listen at this. Do y'all, know, do y'all not know we got an inheritance among them that are sanctified by faith? Do y'all not know this is not your home? This is not our home. Where is our home? In heaven. Isn't that right? Our citizenship is in heaven, the Bible said. Hallelujah. Our citizenship is in So we're just passing through down here. And while we pass through, let's make sure we let our light shine. Let's make sure we live a holy and a sanctified life. Let's make sure we lift up Jesus every day of our life. Because he's coming soon. Thank God. Hallelujah. Let's make sure we witness him every day. When God gives us opportunity. You don't, you, don't go, you don't go jump on people and beat them over the head. Do you? To win, so he that wins souls is wise. You, you, you see how Jesus... When they brought the woman in adultery, in the very act, and, and they said, Now Moses and the law said such and one should be stoned. What do you say about it? What do you say about it? <laughs> See, Jesus knew they were hypocriting, trying to, trying to trick him. Well, no way they could trick Jesus, but they were deceived and they thought they could. So, now, what do you say about it? But what was the man? They didn't bring the man. Isn't that something? She didn't commit adultery by herself. Did she? My, my, my. Hallelujah. Where was the man? Glory be to God. But Jesus, but Jesus knew how to handle all that, didn't he? Amen. <laughs> he stooped down and began to, what, right on the ground, you know? And, and he stood up and said, He that is without sin among, let him cast the first stone. And what happened? Did anybody cast the stone? Certainly not. They start dropping them stones, dropping them, dropping them, and walking away because they were condemned. They knew. Hallelujah. See, Jesus, on one occasion, Jesus was was, uh, ministering, and they sent him to go and bring him. Go and bring him. They sent some people to go and bring him. And they went, and they were waiting. So what's taking them so long, you know? And when they, when they finally talked to him, and what they said to him, never a man spake like this man. Isn't that right? Never a man spake like this man. They couldn't bring him. Hallelujah. His time. See, Jesus had a time, a set time to die. Isn't that right? You better believe it. And Jesus said, no man taketh my life, but I lay it down on myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it up again. Isn't that right? He said, destroy this temple. And in three days, I raise it up again. Talking about his body. When he said, destroy this temple, those those, uh, unbelievers, those Pharisees and Sadducees that didn't understand the truth, they said, well, look, it took 46 years to build this temple. Talking about that building. It took 46 years to build build that building. And he's going to raise it up in three days. 
So this man, this man's crazy, you know. But they didn't understand. He was talking about his body. Amen. Temple of his body. And we're the temples of the Holy Ghost. Isn't that right? And the Spirit of God dwell in us. Isn't that right? Hallelujah, God is faithful. God is holy and pure. But God set Saul on the right track. What else would it say there? Is that any more there? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he was talking to King Agrippa. We, we go, all right. But King Agrippa, isn't that something? Isn't that something? But Lord told him he's going to witness before kings and rulers. Lord let him know he's going to do that. Amen. And he did. He was a true witness for the Lord. All right. Uh, Acts chapter 9, verse, uh, what did we stop at there? No, no, no. No. See, we're we going back. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> let's, let's look at verse 3. Let's look at verse 3. Well, well, no, I don't want to go to verse 3 yet. That, uh, Saul of Tarsus, he, he was a, a man, highly educated man, you know. All right, now, uh, Damascus, he was on his way to Damascus to persecute the church. Now, but let's look at some things about Damascus from, the, from Jerusalem. To Damascus is about 120 miles. All right. Uh, Damascus, the scripture says several things about Damascus. Uh, Damascus is mentioned a number of times in the Old Testament. It, it was near Genesis 14, 15. It was near Damascus. It was near Damascus that Abraham and his servants fought to deliver Lot from his captors. Just write that scripture down. Uh, Genesis, 15, Genesis 14, 15. Talking about Damascus a little bit here. Abraham trusted, stood, Eleazar was from Damascus. Genesis 15, 2. In 2 Samuel 8, 6, we are told that David conquered Damascus and the Syrians because and the Syrians became his servants. Also in 1 Chronicles 18.6, that's the same scripture there. The Romans conquered Damascus about B.C. 60, and it was still under Roman rule in, in the days of Saul of Tarsus. It was for this purpose of arresting these believers, taking, uh, taking them back to Jerusalem Paul journeyed to Damascus. Look at verse 3 now. Verse 3 of Acts chapter 9. Oh, we already covered that, didn't we? But you saw the light and all. All right. That's good enough. Hold on. Let's look at... Uh, hallelujah. The Old Testament... Throughout the Old Testament, God has appeared to the Jews by various uh, means. Uh, a cloud, a pillar of smoke, in fire, and as, and, and, and as he led Israel to the promised land, he went before them, what, by day as a pillar of cloud, right? And by night uh, as a pillar of fire. Amen. He, 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 he lighted the way, showed them the way, didn't he? Amen. He took, he took, he didn't take it away until, until he delivered them. All right, and you can read Exodus 13, verses 21 and 22. 
Also look at Isaiah chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. All right. Now the Jews acknowledge these, these evidence of the kind of glory as the glory of the Lord. The glory of God. Thank you. Now, now, now the Jews acknowledge these evidence of Shekinah glory as the glory of the Lord, the glory of God. You, you, so you can study Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, uh, Exodus 16, verses 7 through 10. I got more scriptures here, but let me give you one more. Um, Ezekiel 10, verse 4. Now in Luke 2, 9, we read also, that the angel of the Lord came upon the shepherds. The glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. Talking about God's glory here. Talking about. Now, on the Mount of Transfiguration, the Lord was, was in, listen at this, encamped with the glory, with the glory of God. He, he had taken Peter, James, and John, remember, from the Mount? Remember when he took Peter, James, up on the Mount? Hallelujah. Apart. And he was transfigured before them. And, and it's, his, his raiment did shine, didn't it? I mean, it's as white as snow. Let's look at that verse. Where is it? If I can find that verse. Uh, I think it's Matthew 17, I believe. Look at that. Verse 1. See if that's what we're looking at here. I think that's what I want. When he was transfigured before, before his disciples. Huh? All right, what does it say? All right, what does it say? All right, he took him up there on this high mountain and he was transfigured before him. What happened when he was transfigured? His face shone like the sun. How is, listen to that now. His face shone like the sun. You're talking about the glory of God here. His face shone like the sun. And his clothes became as white as the light. And his clothes became as white as the light. All right, read. I want you to read. And behold. And look, behold. Observe. Take note of. All right. Moses and Elijah. Moses and Elijah appeared unto him. He was up there and Moses and Elijah appeared unto Jesus while he was there. And they was talking to him about something, weren't they? Read. And see, Peter, this was the man that had to, <laughs> that put his foot in his mouth a lot. This was that little impetuous Peter. He spoke out of terms a lot. He did. So they was up there and, and Peter did what? Peter answered and said to thee, the Lord. It is good for us to be here. Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish. If you wish. <laughs> let us make here three tabernacles. Let's make three tabernacles here, Lord. Since we're here, it's good for us to be here. Let's make three tabernacles, if you wish. One for you. One for Moses. One for Moses. And one for Elijah. He was speaking out of term. He spoke out of term. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? While he was still speaking, behold, look, behold, a bright cloud, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And God spoke out of the cloud and said something to him. What did he say to them? This is my beloved son. Is my beloved son and I'm well pleased with him. Amen. Hear him. Hear him. See, Moses and Elias, uh, they was with Jesus. They were on business. And Peter didn't have anything to do with it. But he stuck his nose in somewhere where it didn't belong. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? 
So, so let, let's realize this. Hell was made for what? The devil and his angels. Really wasn't made for us. But made, really wasn't made, it was. It was made for the devil and his angels. So anybody else going to, they intruders. Sticking the nose in somewhere where it don't belong. See? I mean, everybody that disobey God and live ungodly going to be lost. We understand that. But hell was, the Bible said hell was made for the devil and his angels. What it said. Amen. So we, we really want to make sure we, since we know the truth, that we live holy and pure. And we, and we be lights, lights each day, each day. And let our light shine that people will, will see Jesus in us. It's not us, but it's Jesus in us. Isn't that right? The light. Amen. All right. What happened? And when the disciples heard what this, what the voice said, this is my beloved son, hear him. And they did what? They fell on their faces. And were greatly afraid. Well, I would have been too. You're right there in the presence of God, man. Are you right there? Hallelujah. They fell on their faces and they were greatly afraid. Isn't that right? Because they was on holy ground. Isn't that right? Anywhere God is, it's holy. Remember Moses? That burning bush? God told Moses, say, draw not nigh here. Moses turned aside to see what was happening. Never, don't you come too close. Take your shoes off. You're standing on holy ground. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So those men were on holy ground. The power of God was there, and and they they fell on their faces, and they were so afraid. Thank God. But God is good. God is merciful. God is kind. And see, Jesus wasn't angry with them. No, it wasn't. Because he loved them. He knew that, that they... Didn't understand. He knew Peter had his, had his big mouth. <laughs> Peter would P, Peter would uh, speak. He would speak. Uh, his, his brain wouldn't be in gear, but but <laughs> but his mouth would be working. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Hallelujah! But but Peter, I could really, I could really, uh, I love Peter. Amen. Because. I understand. I know I'm, I speak out of term a lot, you know. They'll do. Trying to get things in order. You understand what I'm saying? You know, now, we do. I mean, I'm not, let me speak about myself, not y'all. I mean, because some of y'all might be just right up there. Just, you understand what I'm saying? Just right up to the top, not me. I mean, I'm, but, but, but we all know. Nobody, none of us are perfect now. None of us are perfect. But we're striving to be more like Jesus. Isn't that right? None of us are perfect. But, but see, some people, some people tell you they're perfect. They're not. I mean, some people just said foolish, aren't they? They'll they say they're perfect. They, but I, I know some people that say they don't sin. I know some that say they don't sin. You know, they say that, you know. So, uh, but, but, but as long as we abide in the Lord, you know, he'll keep us and protect us and deliver us, won't he? Amen. We won't be walking in sin. But now, lots of times we get in the flesh. Isn't that right? If we ain't careful, we get in the flesh and we'll say something we shouldn't say or do something we shouldn't do. And that's, we have to ask God to forgive us. Isn't that right? God, forgive me for that. I know I was wrong. Repent and confess to the Lord. And God will forgive us. Oh, I thank the Lord tonight. I thank God. But God got this man ready, didn't he? He got Saul ready, and he made him a witness. Amen. God is faithful, saint. Let's walk before God and be holy. God's calling for holiness. Isn't that right? Hebrews 12, 14. 
says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Isn't that right? The word of God said, be ye holy for I am holy. It's written to be holy. It means to set apart from, from, from the world and set aside for God. So God can use us. Amen. And, and let's, let's be faithful to the Lord. Let's continue to pray for Pastor Ben. We got a good pastor. A man, heaven, we got a, a man that loves God, a man that tells the truth. But now, but now he tells the truth, but he, he manifests the love of God, doesn't he? I'm talking about manifesting God's love. And, and I know I've been, been manifesting. You all manifest the love to me. I can see, I can feel God's love and see God's love in action in this church. I can see it. Amen. Because, I, you know, I'm just, well, I want to be a Christian. Let me say it that way. Striving to be a Christian. Thank God for my wife, my sweetheart. A woman that really, really loved God. She loved people. She give and give and give. <laughs> I, I tell her, I tell her sometimes, she said, come give this. That's a, I said, you must think you got a rich husband. <laughs> no, but she, she got a rich father. She's got a rich father. <laughs> it's God good. Amen. Say to God, I love you all. And thank you all for coming, and just pray for us that we will, that we will serve God out of a pure heart. Isn't God good tonight? Amen.